0: Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Grow Me and Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the tall one, Jordan. Jordan, how's it going?
1: Uh, Blowing in the wind at it again. How you doing, buddy? Um, good. I'm listen. Good. I'm, I'm recording from oh, a remote location, but
0: we'll talk about that.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't you, no, I mean, cat's out of the bed. Why don't you go and tell everybody about your remote location? Yeah, I'm in Holmes, New York right
0: now for like a, I'm technically on my spring break uh for school so I'm up here writing in a place called The Barn by uh Theater for the people at the barn. Uh and when I tell you, so this whole situation, they're like, hey, you should come up and write. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fine. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. So I said yes. And they're like they're like, yeah, you're gonna be in the barn, right? I thought it was gonna be like super rustic. You, you know, like country. Country. Right. Jordan, I walked in here, I was like they undersold the shit out of this place. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be here. You know, mm. it's, it's hella nice, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's great. And it's yeah. run by, uh, one of our friends who's alumni of the same program we
1: are from in Texas state. So well,
0: keeping yeah, it really, in the
1: family, really solid dude. So now, yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. And no, I'm looking behind you. Uh, uh, it doesn't look like a barn at all. um, <laughs> It's Just like white walls and nice little pictures hanging. And honestly, it honestly, it looks like a swanky hotel room from what from what I can see. It feels swanky as all get out. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's cool. So um, yeah, so we're talking today about Rumble. Um, yeah, a movie that. Um. I don't know. I was I was really excited to to check out. But one thing it reminded me because I didn't knew nothing about this movie going into it. You know what I mean? Other than it was like a new um um you know movie with Will Arnett and you know, I love Will Arnett and um you know it it, it, it seemed fun. But this is this is a wrestling movie, bro. And so I was watching it and it got me thinking, I was like, you know what? We've never in the history of our entire friendship talked about wrestling. We so haven't. that's my question to you: Is did you know wrestling? Question mark <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> were you into it? Do you dig it? Like, what? You, like, what are your, wh- what are your thoughts about, yeah, about so wrestling? I I was. I feel like.
0: Most male-presenting individuals or individuals that, that, you know, identify with boys, especially in our age bracket, like, watched wrestling at some point in time, right? Um, The -hmm. thing is that I identified wrestling as fake super early, and, like, it broke the illusion for me. That being said, I grew up in the age of The Rock and Stolko, Steve Austin, and, and, you know, The Undertaker and Kane and, like... Uh, you know, Triple H later on. And then the big things was like the, the WWF versus NWO video games were like my jam. Mm -hmm. So uh, I remember I did watch WrestleMania sometimes with friends. It wasn't like a consistent thing where I was like, I need to watch WrestleMania every year. If wrestling was Mm -hmm. on, I would do it. But wrestling was one of those things that the, my interaction with it would change depending on my friend group Right, I wasn't so steeped in it that it be that I had any shirts or action figures or anything like that. I would watch it right. if I had people to watch it with, but it wasn't like oh Thursday night I have to watch Raw, you know, mm-hmm. um, right? Uh, and I, I think I quickly grew out of it um, because the the larger than life personalities that I liked like. The second I saw – honestly, the second I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin and Dwayne Johnson in movies, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, they're just actors and a show. And like Vince McMahon
1: annoys the ever-living hell out of me. So Mm -hmm. Mm – Yeah, it's um – it's crazy because it's something that like I – it's almost like a part of my past, TJ, that like I don't really like talk about. And not because it's something that I'm ashamed of, but it's just like it just kind of came and went for me. You mm. know, it it wasn't anything that stuck. But wrestling, I was super into it in like elementary, junior high, which I think – I'm not trying to disparage um, – the form. But, but I think like elementary, junior high age, I think that's kind of like prime, like target, you know what I mean? Like you're, 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 you know, you got your favorite characters, you got the villains you don't like and stuff like that. Um, Hulk Hogan of course was, I think for the most, for most people in our generation, sort of like the, the entry point. Um, even though it was a little bit earlier, uh, you know, we, we kind of came to it a little bit later. I had a whole bunch of Hulk Hogan shit. I remember I had a Hulk Hogan sweater, like a like a knit sweater, like a wool sweater that had like Hulk Hogan like fucking stitched on it. Itchy as shit. But man, I rocked <laughs> that I rocked that red, yellow, and blue like a motherfucker. Um but I remember in fifth grade, I got I I uh got super into it, me and my buddy Joey. And then in and middle school, I, me and my buddy, Joey met, uh, my buddies, um, Kirby, Abel and Emon and, you know, the, uh, the, uh, us, we, you know, the five of us, we would just, I can watch, do the pay-per-views. We would watch all the shit. Yeah. Just like you came up, you know, in the, in the realm of, in the era of stone cold and, um, you know, undertaker and, uh, John Cena, even though being like i think i think john cena might have i don't know he has some kind of record i don't know i know john cena is like fucking insane but he was like later you know what i mean yeah um, yeah but it's I- just the drama and like it was it was an event dude and like i look back on it now and i can say this and i'm only speaking from speaking from my own sort of you know perception of everything but I can say this being someone who's in who's who's you know in the theater industry and a theater practitioner just like you, I think wrestling is like the ultimate form of theater okay I mean it is not not just I mean ticket sales and and you know what I mean like selling out arenas aside the 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 characters and the drama and the stories like. All live, you know what I mean? So I don't, that, it is just, it is, it true. is drama true. And, and theatrics to the, nth there, there's degree. two things, it, it's fucking insane.
0: There's, there's two things about what you said that actually like spark my interest. One is that, uh, I just realized this wrestling is just soap operas for people who like to fight. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all it is, right? And we're seeing, instead of seeing scenes with conflicts, we're just seeing like, fights um actual (laughs) literal actual fights fights. (laughs) the other thing is that there is this um I I think that there is this like uh priming that wrestling did for our generation for the um Marvel Cinematic Universe Mm -hmm. and I think it started with WCW versus WWF right there were these like sort of crossover events and stuff like that right um, and it was, it was, and then WWF versus NWO, like there's constantly this like pitting against each other. We had all these characters that spanned decades that we would see mm-hmm. interact. And then like, that would be the big event. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, this, this shit was hardwired into us. And the third thing is I have actually seen a Shakespeare wrestling troupe. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So that when you said, so fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, when you said like, yeah, it's theater. I was like, yeah, it absolutely is. Right? It's it's uh, it's ultimate theater. <laughs>
1: it's it's, it is, it's theater on steroids, bro.
0: It is yeah. theater on steroids where people can actually get hurt. But here's the thing: like, do you remember like the I forgot who it was the guy who died, or he, or he, or he hung himself right before a match or something like that. I
1: I don't remember that. Um, like. Like a wrestler did that, or yeah, like a yeah, fan. I'm pre- it was a wrestler. Uh, uh, and look it up. We have what? We have. Let's see. Yes. I, I don't remember hearing anything about that. Um. Oh crap! wrestler Chris Benoit. Yeah, but I think he did that at his home. Mm. Uh, oh yeah this he he murdered his wife and the, yeah and no, this, is, this is some dark shit yeah no i don't want to i don't want to mess with that yeah um yeah i don't remember hearing anything about that um but i do know that um there's uh the the you know there's been a lot of controversy sort of like surrounding um, um you know that entire that entire thing and i know that what was it? Was it the, was it the World Wildlife Fund who like sued them? Cause they are like, you can't have this name anymore. Yeah. That's why. they're WWE. WWE now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fascinating. And yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Like I remember catching on really quick that it was fake, but that still didn't like detract my, like, I was like, I'm still into like, I still like these characters. I like watching their journeys and stuff. And you hear varying things from varying um, sources when it comes to this kind of stuff. But like my key takeaway from all like the interviews and shit that I've, you know, uh, heard, you know, and, and read with other, with former wrestlers and things like that, like the rock and Cena and Kurt Angle and all that. It's like the outcomes are, you know what I mean? Like written in, like who's going to lose, who's going to win. But like the methodology is, is, like, on the fly. Like, they mm-hmm. have a way of like communicating with each other. And for those of you who, who've who never seen Hot Ones, like, why? Uh, but for those <laughs> of you who are familiar with Hot Ones, which honestly, bro, has ruined interviews for me. Like, like if, if there ain't a plate of Hot Wings in front of them and, and the celebrity guest is, like, fucking wilding out over these Hot then Wings. Then you don't want it. But there's there's the Hot Ones episode with Stone Cold, where where he talks about like the different tales and the different ways of like communicating that they have, and whenever they get close to each other, similar to in this movie, when they get close to each other, they're talking. They're like, all right, let's do this, let's do that, let's let's you know, let's bring them home, let's 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 finish it out and stuff. So um, there absolutely is a, a level of, of of athleticism that extends beyond just like you know the physique and the and the look and everything. Um, i don't know man it's uh it it takes me back to the days of like playing with action figures and like making up those stories and stuff like that and like you know it's uh it's and i don't know man it's it's something that i think i've never even though i've fallen off of it i don't look at it and i don't like i can't hate on it you know what i mean like i can't look at it and be like oh it's that's a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, man, if you're still into wrestling and you know you're you're our age or older, like fucking go for it, man. You know what I mean? Like it's uh it's it's entertainment and, and it's fucking entertaining. Um, I think it's funny that you say that because
0: uh I I can't say that I fault people for it. I can say that I don't understand the adult fandom to that extent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same thing could be said about me, like with Marvel and DC and stuff like that. Right. But it's something, uh, it's something about the, the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things. And I, I think I realize what it is, is the fact that, People will talk about wrestling storylines in the way because wrestling is soap operas, right? I think I'd look at people who watch soap operas and like get that enthusiastic about soap operas to me, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, yeah. Although I, I will say I kind of dislike the fact that soap opera stars do not get the same cross media play that wrestlers do because you and I have both seen some wrestlers in some movies and we're like, they're not good actors. No, no, but these soap opera stars who are like, I've, I've been on this show for a decade. I'm like, they're working every day. Like mm-hmm. I bet you they can act circle it. But, um, cause well, the rock wasn't I wanna, a good actor when he began.
1: No, no, he really wasn't. And honestly, like when you look at, cause this movie also is, uh, is, uh, from WWE studios. Yeah. Um, and so they did, like, a lot of the earlier Rock stuff, like the rundown, and they might have done, like, Walking Tall. Walking pretty Tall much, was like, a good movie. <laughs> yeah, like, but when you look, I, again, I, 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 they might not have done Walking Tall, I'm not sure. But when you look at the WWE Studios lineup, it's pretty much movies that feature, like, you know, wrestlers as as the lead. Uh, I think their longest-running franchise is The Marine. I think there's, like, eight of those. There might be as many Marine movies as there is Lane Before Time, bro. You know what I mean? Like, really? there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of those motherfuckers. Yeah, dude, look it up. There's a shitload of those of those movies, but bro. I remember, I was I was at a was it a blockbuster or maybe or maybe it was a Vulcan video. I can't remember. I was walking around a video store, clearly wasn't in the right frame yeah. of mind because I can't remember exactly. <laughs> what I was, but I do remember looking at it. It was like the Marine. This is so fucking trippy, bro. It was like the Marine Four, or maybe the Marine Five. It was the Marine and another number that wasn't a three. After it, that's all I remember, dude. I'm sorry. And and it had it was starring the Miz, and the Miz. What? If, I mean,
0: you mean, yeah, you, you mean real world, world rules? Yeah, the
1: Miz. Well, he he was he was in he was in the real world. Was it real world Chicago? He did. Or was it yeah. real world back to New York? It was either Chicago or back to New York. It was one of those that he did. And yeah, he ended up, you know, he had this whole Miz persona on that show. And I remember staring at that and I was just like, this is like, this is it. almost, this was like borderline and out of body experience. It was the Marine four. Now I remember I saw a four there and he was like standing there with like his fucking gun and shit. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. But, so, WWE Studios, um, you know, uh, they gave John Cena his acting start with with the original uh, Marine. And then, like, See No Evil, or was it Hear No Evil? I can't remember. The one with Kane, where he's like the, he's like, it's like a slasher. Oh. Uh, um, it might have been Hear No Evil. Yeah. And then they did, which is honestly, probably, if I were to gather, like, 30 favorite movies over like recent years. I know that's I know that's kind of a high number fighting with my family. Um, if you haven't seen it, bro, fucking watch it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a biopic essentially about Paige um, and her sort of come up and things like that. It's got Florence Pugh, it's got Nick Frost. Uh, it is so, it's so fucking good. um, so, you know, they have some pretty cool movies, but like I think the wrestling actors are great when they don't when they don't take themselves too seriously. Um mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to preach uh Peacemaker as much because you've heard enough of me doing that. <laughs> but I John Cena did some things in this show, I was like, Okay, Cena. You know what I mean? Like the, like I'm um, I see you you know what I mean like it was it was some great shit but I think it's because that character lends itself if anyone else other than a wrestler was not playing that character or a former wrestler Mm. it wouldn't have been what it what it needed to be Um, okay okay so here's here's the thing
0: here's the question I have though hmm. because when you say that it so John Cena, I think, is one of those people who legitimately was like, I do want to cross over into... Right. Act, like, he wanted right. to pull The Rock, right? Because here's the thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin tried to get into the movie game around the same time that The Rock did, but The Rock stuck around, right? Because it felt like The Rock was like, this is what I actually want to do, so I need to put in the time. Mm-hmm. I need, you know what I mean? And I feel right. the same way about John Cena. Um, and... John Cena has also felt like he has taken smarter, more strategic roles.
1: Oh, he has. He has. Right. And so and train wreck.
0: Yeah. Like train wreck. Right. Which he wasn't that good in train wreck, but it was like one of those things where I'm forcing you to see me in a different light in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like my, like I'm not going to go straight for the, for the quote unquote meathead movie. Right. right. Um, uh, and w- but when you say like it needed to be a former wrestler, that seems to be like an indication of a James Gunn being a super brilliant like director and writer, and saying, "I know how to craft character for people um and that makes me feel like almost in a way of you saying like John Cena." Like it, it almost limits the versatility of John Cena when you say that to me, though. Like, do you think that's the case? Like, because I think the well, no, now is extremely thing. versatile.
1: Yeah, no, John. I'm going to say off the off the off the jump, John Cena is extremely versatile in this show, and cool. I'm using like we'll, we'll talk about Peacemaker like specifically. It took someone to be able to walk on screen with that dopey ass fucking helmet and that stupid get up. And rock it like it was the coolest. That's why you thing say ever. it's a wrestler because they only a MVP. wrestler can do that. <laughs> Anyone else in that stupid fucking costume, it would have been I wouldn't have been able to take it seriously. But because it was Cena, and because it was like just the way he carries himself and that wrestling background, I was like, all right, bro, look at fucking Vader. Do you know what I mean? Like when Vader came at not Darth, but the wrestler Vader. That's a stupid fucking outfit. I don't know. That know look, look, look at like it's this dumb little mask that goes over. You know, look at a lot of these wrestlers, man. They're coming out in fucking skivvies and shit, and they're walking out like they're big and bad, and they're all fucked up. You know, it's um, it takes a certain a certain level of swagger, I think. You know, and that's your end point, and then it is um, showcasing that breadth and showcasing that that you know the levels that you don't expect these cats to have because you're so f- you're so used to watching them like in a wrestling ring do you know what i mean like that, that mm-hmm. that's kind of what i mean when i when when, when i say like it, it had to be it had to be a wrestler honestly bro like with peacemaker specifically it had to be cena that level of theatrics that wrestling requires the level of taking your care, I I think specifically from a performative standpoint, taking your character so seriously in the face of how ridiculous this all is, you know, I mean, that's, that's why I look at this shit now and, and I think about it and just talking about it with you right here. It's like, it's like, it's, it's mega theater, like from top to bottom, from a, from a technical standpoint, from a performance standpoint. Um, yeah, I there's don't. Some, I there's don't something special about it. I don't question
0: that it is. I never question that it's theatrical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always question the, um, and this is like parent TJ coming out and I ain't got nobody's kids. I always question the potential for, um, uh, the glorification of violence in that way, right? Uh, Because I don't Eh. know about you, but I I, I was like, I don't know about you, but I had friends who tried to hit each other with chairs and shit. Okay. You're talking about like these backyard wrestling ass hats and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I told you I was in a fight club when I was in middle school. (laughs) Did I tell you that? (laughs) Yeah. Why are you laughing at me? Why are you laughing at me, dude?
1: You do- <laughs> no, you fucking, you never oh, fucking told I didn't me tell that. You that. Oh, you were in a so, fucking fight. Let me
0: let club. me tell you. Let me tell you There was there, there was there <laughs> were Jordan Jordan. There were six of us. There were six of us. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll
1: wait. <laughs> okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh my God! Okay, six. There were six of you. No, there were six. of <laughs> I keep going. There
0: were six of oh, us, yeah. and we would we would go like it was the six of us who would stay. We, we would rotate whose house we stay at, right, for the weekend, oh. right? But how regardless, how old were you? Old I was you? in middle school. I was in middle school. Okay. okay. And so we would so we would like play Super Smash Brothers or something like that until. <sighs> Will you let me finish, sir? <laughs> oh, <sorry. clears throat> we would play Super Smash Brothers until our, our respective parents would go to sleep, mm-hmm. and then we'd go in the backyard and just beat the shit out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And was this was this inspired by by Fight Club?
0: partially, and I also think that we were just, like, rowdy-ass kids who, like, had to be good all the... Like, because we were the good kids at school, right? And, you know, the good kids want to be bad, too. And so we would just, like, <laughs> we beat the shit out of each other. When I tell you how many times I've clotheslined a person, like, and I don't... I didn't understand the safety precautions necessary to clothesline a person properly. Like, we could have yeah. fucking killed each other. That's the thing that I'm, like, looking back on, I'm like, that shit can be...
1: Cause like a pile driver, see, no, if yeah. you do that wrong. No. no. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I I do remember like a few, a few sleepovers where it's like, Hey, let's try a sleeper hold. I'm like, no, fuck off. You know, or half Nelson. No, that's not. I think, I don't know, man. Let's I, get I,
2: ready to trivia. TJ, drama beat.
1: TJ was in a, TJ was in a fight club in middle school.
2: Of course he was. What do
1: you mean? Of course he was. That that threw me for a fucking loop. Kim, he just, just about like, lost. Mister, like I, the glorification of fight. You know, I was in a fight club, and it's like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> I I've was been, not listen, in a fight I've been, club.
1: I've been in my fair share of fights, but I've never been like, hey, let's start a fight club and let's fucking. Beat but each I was other absolutely up.
2: absolutely the youngest and the only girl with two older brothers. So See? did I get, like, suplexed onto the couch? Absolutely. Did it get worse when we got the trampoline? 100%. See?
0: Now, I will tell you, Jordan, that the, the last thing about the Fight Club, the reason that we had to slow it down is because we were taking it into the school. We were taking it into the school, and I remember my friend James, uh, I, was, I was, like, we decided to start using school implements to fight each other so his he was he, i went to go slam his locker to like start a fight and it mm-hmm. popped him in the face and his face swelled up oh,
2: so, so no one no one was bringing in the chair
0: no, no we brought in the chairs like at each other's houses and stuff but like that's when we were like oh no for real we need to we need to be nice to each other
2: <laughs> the moment my brothers realized that they could like beat each other over the head with like the aluminum baking sheets and it didn't hurt. Our baking sheets were never the same. (laughs) So who's ready?
0: Me. Pick me.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, George goes first, but for 100 points, ah, wrestling, watching wrestling was a beloved pastime for me and my brothers growing up. But you already knew that, right, George? But do you know how many WrestleManias there have been? A, 28. B, 36, or C, 47?
1: Tw- 28? What did you say? 28? 28.
2: 28, 36, or 47?
1: Uh, I'm going to go 36.
2: It is 36. Yeah. Okay. Let me write in your points here. Okay. TJ, Mm -hmm. this movie was not always called Rumble. What was its former name? A. Monster on the Hill. B. Get ready to rumble. Or C. Rumble Mania.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Rumble Mania.
2: Uh, Monster on the Hill. That's dumb. This That's is a, based stupid off ass a graphic title. novel. It's based off a graphic novel of the same name. Is it really? Yep. Jord. Yes. Will Arnett voices Steve, aka Rayburn Jr. How many acting credits does Will Arnett have according to IMDB? <laughs> A 57, sorry, I forgot that part. B 93 or C
1: 123.
2: Uh listeners, well, while George's thinking, he's tapping well, our hunt well, a killer I always, mugs. I
1: oh I always undershoot this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you Do look you? at the history. Yeah, if you look at history, I'm always like, nah, I can't be stats. that mean. But my, Can we
2: get stats?
1: But knowing, not knowing that, like, oh, but, like, he was, like, he did, like, one line in this fucking show. So I'm going to go for the gusto. I'm going to say C. Is that, that That's the highest number you got? C, 100, whatever the fuck it is? I'm going to go that. C
2: is the highest number I have. Your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. <clears throat> TJ. What is this movie's current critic score on Rotten Tomatoes at the time of recording? A, 34, B, 43, or C, 63? B, 43. It is
0: 43. only reason I know that is because when I Googled it today to figure out where to stream (laughs) it from, it came (laughs) up.
2: (laughs) Jordan. Yes. Push it. Push it real good. How many times was this film's release date pushed real good?
1: Ooh, <laughs> fucking a lot. I, a, two, B,
2: three, or C, four. Four? It is four.
1: Stop getting all the answers right, Jordan. I'm just going for the highest. Well, not with the WrestleMania one, because I, I, there's no way that that could have lasted that long.
2: It, what do you mean lasted that long? It's, it's still, still going. going.
1: Well, no, I mean, at the start of because, it, like, it's relatively new. Like, there's no way it's going to be. I remember extreme. when I remember when WrestleMania 30 was happening. It was a big deal, so. Uh.
2: Well. Started with WrestleMania, ending with WrestleMania, as it should be. TJ, mm-hmm. where was the first WrestleMania in 1985? So it has been around for a good amount of time. Held. A, Madison Square Garden. B, Pontiac Silverdome, or C. Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena.
0: This sounds like some Madison Square Garden shit, but
2: <laughs> I will just say these are all venues where WrestleMania have happened. Has happened. WrestleMania. Madison
0: Square Garden is in Massachusetts. For
2: the first. I'm going
0: to say. I'm going to say the L.A. location.
2: Is it Madison Square Garden in New York? Is it no? Is I it? thought
0: I thought it was in uh, Boston. No, is it in ooh, It might be. It's New York. Madison Square, Madison Square Garden is New York. What's the place that's in Boston?
2: That that's the the Celtics Stadium.
0: Fenway
1: Park. No,
0: where the Celtics play.
2: What is that? Well, that I don't think that's on my list because the Pontiac Silverdome is in Michigan, and you know Los Angeles is in Los Angeles. You know, I'm going
0: to say the Pontiac Silverdome. How about that?
2: It's Madison Square Garden God damn it <laughs> I
0: even <laughs> said that sounds like some Madison Square Garden <laughs> shit
2: <laughs> It is Okay after that we've got Jord at 600 George, you got all your questions this time And hey. TJ at 200 What would you like to wager Jord?
1: Uh, TJ at 200 Yes I'm gonna go ahead and wager I'm going to wager 200.
2: Okay. I'm TJ going for Eddie? all the
1: marbles.
2: Okay. I need to do some quick math in my Excel sheet here. Yes.
0: The Celtics used to play something called the Boston Garden. It, there was yes. garden in the name.
2: Okay. Yes. Okay. It all makes sense now. Okay. So this movie is about wrestling. But it's new and it's animated. So who's ready for all the Mavises about just wrestling? Because this movie was not uh, a plethora of trivia. Okay, name professional wrestlers. First one to not know one is out. I believe in you both and I think you can each get 10. So I've divided your wager by 10. So you've got a 10th of your wager for each correct answer. Now it's very hard to find a full list of professional wrestlers. So you have I've a, got a list. list. Okay. I got, I got a list in my head. I got a list online, which is mostly the list in my head. And if you know, they're not on one of those two lists, I'll just Google it real quick. Are so- they alive? Or, or
0: does it alive or dead?
2: It doesn't matter, and you can do their stage name or their real name. Cool. They just have to be, like, a professional wrestler. Got it. Okay. So I will go to TJ first. Earthquake. Earthquake? Wait, are we coming out the gate with one I don't know?
0: Yeah, Earthquake. Uh, I know for a fact Earthquake was a professional wrestler because his daughter went to my high school,
1: and he oh. passed away our senior year in high school. So
2: Canadian professional wrestler. Okay. Jordan.
1: Brett the Hitman Hart.
2: Yeah. Also, it should come as no surprise. As a straight female, like I was a huge fan of wrestling because of the the pretty men and the mm-hmm. lack of clothing. Mm-hmm. All right, TJ.
0: We're gonna go with The Rock.
2: Heck yeah, George.
0: Kurt Angle.
2: Yeah, TJ.
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin.
2: Yeah, <laughs> George.
0: Jake the Snake Roberts.
2: Yes, Jake the Snake. TJ.
0: Macho Man Randy Savage.
2: Fuck yeah. Jordan. John Cena. John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. TJ.
1: The Miz.
2: The Miz. Which one is that? The Miz. Wrestler. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, American <laughs> professional
1: wrestler.
2: wrestler.
1: <laughs> Wait, does okay. it say there? Was he real world Chicago or back to New York?
2: Um, I did not Google it that far.
1: Oh, okay, whatever. George. Um, Ric Flair.
2: Woo! Woo! <clears throat> Wilbur in the morning, our pug, will bark at every car that drives by on the street and go, woo! So he's my little Ric Flair in the morning. TJ. Uh
0: we got Kane.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we do. George. Uh Mick Foley. Yeah. TJ.
1: The Undertaker.
2: Fuck yeah. I you know, I saw The Undertaker at Panera. He came into the Panera I was working at one time and I was just like so overwhelmed. I was like, I can't I can't talk to him. I can't talk. I was like, I was so starstruck. It was amazing. George. Uh
1: Seamus. Seamus, I don't know how you fucking pronounce that. The Irish guy. <laughs> Seamus.
2: Uh that would be Seamus. Yeah. Wrestler. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that brings Jord to seven. TJ. Booker T. Ooh, Booker T. Jordan.
1: The big show
2: the big sh- which one is that
1: he's 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 the big guy
2: <laughs> yeah, i gathered tj
0: did we say owen hart already
2: no one has said owen hart r.i.p buddy man that was devastating joy yeah.
1: uh andre the giant
2: yeah tj uh
1: malcolm kirk
2: which one was that Look and, it up. Um,
1: curve. You can't look anything up, bro. You're on trivia duty. You can't. I'm talking you know, about her. Yeah,
2: no, oh, okay. he's talking to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's massive. <laughs>
1: well, no, I thought. I thought because you went like this, you're like look it up. I was like, I thought you were about to. No, I'm playing with my. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing with my.
0: Oh, okay. Cool.
2: Wait. So, TJ, was that ten for you?
0: I think it was either eight or nine. I think we'll it was say, nine because Jordan we'll was say at nine. Seven. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, George. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it took y'all a long time to come up with Hulk Hogan. We
1: hold off on the ones that are like... Yeah, the easy ones. All right, all right. TJ. China.
2: Yeah! Repping for the ladies. Mm -hmm. All right, Uh, George. Paige. Yeah, okay. Okay, here's the deal. You are both at 10 right now. So I think this goes into a bonus point situation. Okay, TJ.
0: When you say page, do you mean Diamond Dallas Page? No,
1: Diamond the Dallas late- Page.
2: All right, George.
1: GDP, a diamond upside down is a put. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Triple H. <What? laughs> That's from the movie Rated to Rumble. It's it's y'all, listeners, y'all know what I'm talking
2: about. Oh my God, TJ.
0: Oh my gosh uh, um, Oh my god I'm trying to think of the guy from NWO Who had the red and black mask um,
2: Oh yeah
0: You know who I'm talking about
2: I don't remember his name right now But I did see him recently
0: mm-hmm. So I know Earthquake was part of a group called Natural Disaster. And I can't think of the name of the rest of the, of the, nest, the rest of his crew. I'm going to go and say uh, Hurricane. There has to be a Hurricane wrestler out there.
2: Wait, I think there is. <laughs> Let me double check. Stats. Stats. This is Hurricane stressful. Hurricane wrestler. Hurricane wrestling. Well, Shane Helms, American professional wrestler. What was his stage name? Okay, yes. He wrestled as the Hurricane. Yes. Okay. Jordan
1: Goldberg. Oh yeah. my God. Oh I my God. About the Goldberg. number
2: of times we Goldberg speared each other on the trampoline. Amazing. Well, because I remember be like growing up. my first go to fight move. If someone attacks me, I'm like straight with the shoulder, just going My
1: dad, My dad looks like Goldberg. And like growing yeah. up, people were like, bro, your dad looks just like Goldberg. I was like,
2: yeah, kind of does.
1: Okay, I got mine. TJ. Mm. Roddy Roddy
0: Piper.
2: Hey, Jordan. Um. Vader. Wait, which I, one
1: was Vader? V- Vader's
0: from that- the 60s. Oh, Big Vader.
2: Big Big Van Vader, yeah. Okay, wait, let okay.
0: TJ. Oh gosh. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, do we say Mysterio
2: already? I, no, we have not. Mysterio, Jord, uh,
1: Mankind,
2: Mankind,
1: Jordan got the
0: deep cuts, it's unfair
2: wait <laughs> mankind wrestler because Mick Foley is if I could spell wrestler wait so when you is mick, is mick
1: foley is mick Foley mankind
2: that's what's coming up do you <gasps> see his other names
0: did I do it did I do yeah. it ma
2: in 1996, he debuted the persona known as Mankind. So that is mm-hmm. Mick Foley. George. So that, hang on, we equals... George still
0: got more points. But, the, but
2: so. we're, we deduct all the points that he got in that from his uh, totally. like, you know, Jeopardy rules. If you get it wrong, those the right, your wager right, right. gets deducted. So then we take yours. Oh, I should have just done the quick autofill. So, yeah. Yeah, TJ. That makes you our winner. Coming in at 480 points to George 340. Look at that wager actually working like we wanted it to.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. All I right. I,
0: I, I can't believe I you did, did
2: it. it. That I, brings our season standings to Jordan at five, TJ at three. Anybody? game. Oh, I'm catching up
1: to you, <laughs> sucker. You better
2: <laughs> run fast. Beat the gingerbread, man. We'll
1: it is awfully celebratory when you win, and just kind of like, ah, eh, it's another Tuesday when I win. So, you know, we'll, uh, I, we'll see what that happens. But you know I'm now hyped.
2: It's the flute in his win in his win song. No,
1: it's, great. it's great. congratulations, buddy. I think now is a great time to grab our drinks. Mm-hmm.
2: So unless mm-hmm. you
1: are unless you are wrestling a monster mm-hmm. um, you know, you we, invite Steve you to, we invite you to join us and uh yeah, we will see y'all back here momentarily as we talk yeah, we'll, about Rumble. Rumble we'll play us to the break.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And we are back. Hey Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge?
1: Uh, my uh, my losers trip. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. Um, yeah, I uh, ended up going with. This actually a beer that I've had on uh, the show before, but one that I think is the most applicable uh, for this episode. That is a Carbach Brewing uh, Hopadillo uh, IPA. The can has a giant armadillo monster on it. Um, yeah. So that's uh that's what I got. What about you?
0: I have something super appropriate. It is the paperback brewing um sour cherry punch out. There you go. Yeah, and it has a little has a little cherry in the ring boxing beating the shit out of a dude. It's from California, because California knows how to party. Um What's the percentage on this? Not that it matters,
1: because I ain't got plot today, so five point five percent. Drink to so your heart's content. So this one the mine actually is six point six percent. Mm. So a little bit more. A little bit more. But uh Yeah, this is a pint right.
0: can. What's is yours a pint can? No, mine's a twelve ounce. So it sounds like we're about to get to the same place at the same time. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what
1: happens. Yeah, yeah what's it? talking about rumble uh it is a 2021 um american uh movie uh directed by one hamish grieve don't know the fuck that is maybe y'all do uh pretty stacked cast i mean honestly like some names in here bro that like i i was really excited to see tony danza being the 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 best one but uh we got will arnett we have geraldine uh uh viswanathan uh terry cruz who's always a good time uh we have Tony Danza, like I said. We have Tony Shaloub, uh Bridget Everett, uh who's a who's a great actress, we have Greta Lee, Ben Schwartz, um, and Becky Lynch, uh, and then Roman Reigns. Of course, Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch being our um wrestlers who are featured uh in this uh in this movie. Uh we watched it on Paramount Plus, uh, which I believe that's when it was, That that's the service it was released on, right? On, uh, yeah, that's the only place it is right now. Even if you go to Amazon Prime, it pushes you back to, to Paramount Plus. Does it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's it, honestly, y'all, this plot is pretty paper thin. I mean, we have a world um, where uh, giant monsters wrestle um, and they've sort of, you know, become these larger than life Sort of figures uh, for uh, the respective towns that they hail from. Uh, we have, um, you know, each each sort of city in this world. It's kind of like what, like, what do you think? Alternate timeline, future? Yeah, it's it's like it is a.
0: It's like cities have been pushed together mm-hmm. to like make like what the, we're in Stoker on Avon, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like the, the 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 big town arrival is what uh what's it called? Uh. So I, I forgot. But then there's like, um, uh, Potter's Potter'sburg or like. it's it's supposed, it sounds like it's supposed to be like Pittsburgh and
1: yeah. Yeah. So, it's like all these cities are like an amalgamation of these other cities and stuff. But the thing is in this movie is that all these cities, they have their own monster that they sort of rally behind. It's almost like, this is like the like fuck organized sports. You know what I mean? Like, like fuck everything else. Like this is, this is the business, you know, we are just, we rally behind, our our monster and stuff which like honestly in the world of like you know godzilla versus kong and all this other kaiju shit is like that's kind of how it would play out bro like in real life like 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 if if monsters really walk the earth and fought each other fuck everything else like we're just going to rally behind our you know the monster from our region and give them all i mean the love legit football is game. football is irrelevant at that point yeah it's like who cares who cares about all this shit um, so we have, again, like like TJ said, we have our town Stoker, which is sort of our central town, our main town. The current champ is this uh, monster called Tentacular, uh, voiced by Terry Crews, who is basically a combination of like a shark and an octopus or like a shark and a squid. And I'm just going to say, off the jump, the monster design in this movie was fucking amazing. The like every, great. Single, every single monster, every single kaiju, whatever you want to call them, sort of character in this all were like perfect combinations of, of two things. Um, I have a question for you though. What's up?
0: Was it just me or did you find the human models like uninspired and and not
1: good? The, yes, that, that I was going to say that, um, that animation on the monsters was top notch animation of everything else looked (laughs) like it was about 10 years old uh, or maybe even older. Um, but the monsters, the monsters were great. It's almost like when you play a video game, TJ, you know what I mean? And like the, the, the vistas look really great, but then like ups on the faces, it's like, oh God, yeah. you know, uh, shout out Bethesda. Uh, so we, oh. to, <laughs> we, uh, yeah. So, uh, we open up on a match and it's great. And, um, and everything, you know, t- uh, tentacular wins and then Tentac- everyone from Stoker's like, Hey, all right, tentacular. And tentacular is like, I'm fucking leaving. I'm, moving, I'm going where the money's at and all these other kinds of things. Uh, and basically it puts Stoker in a bit of a, a, bit of a bind. Cause like, you know, without uh, the revenue that's generated from tentaculars matches, well then there's no stadium without the stadium. There's no town so on and on and on it goes. Uh, we're then introduced to uh, Winnie who is our, our, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. it depends on how you swing it with this one, right TJ, but let's just call her one of our protagonists. Uh, we have uh, Winnie, and she is actually the daughter of a former uh, trainer uh, of uh, Rayburn, who Rayburn was the previous, was Stoker's previous champion. Who's like this fucking demon-looking thing.
0: Ray, Rayburn
1: um, is basically the um, Michael Jordan of yeah. Monster Fighting. Who's actually voiced by Charles Barkley in this, which I found. Uh, is he really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rayburn, uh, Rayburn is voiced by Rayburn, Rayburn. Senior. Yes, sir. Rayburn Senior is voiced by Charles Barkley. I um, hate that. So, <laughs> so um, when he's like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find us a new champion. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not going down like that. Uh, so she goes to this like underground fight ring, uh, and she locates the son of Rayburn, uh, who goes by Steve, voiced by Will Arnett. Um, and basically Steve is, uh, what do you call him? The fall guy. I yeah. can't remember the exact it, where it's like, He's, your, your job yeah. is just to lose. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, um, and then Steve works for this, uh, uh, a voice by Bridget Everett. What's her name? Mama, mama mayhem or some shit like that. Yeah. it is. Um, yeah, Something man. like that. Yeah. She's like this giant toucan thing. And, and she's like, you know, Basically, she gets she, she, so underground fight ring like all bets are placed on certain, and she she breaks in like you know a, a giant cut of all that kind of shit, and it's all predicated on the fact that Steve is going to throw the fight. Well, in this fight, Steve don't throw it, um, and he's fighting some warthog fucking thing, and it fucks everything up. And and Mama Mayhem again, not not exactly one hundred percent on her name. Uh, she's like uh, she's like, hey motherfucker. Like you gotta pay me all this shit that you made me lose because of X and X, and he's like, all right. So he ends up meeting up with Winnie, and when he's like, hey, we need a new champion, and y'all know how this shit goes. It is adverse, you know. It is, it is, you know, doubt and it is questioning and all these other kinds of things. But throughout a series of events, both Winnie and Steve end up teaming up, and Winnie is trying to train him to be, you know, the next great fighter, and Steve is just in it to get his fucking money back um and so here's uh, i know you say that? that
0: but there's a couple things that i think are important to see if they were effective there are some things i think were not effective but they tried to plant these seeds of the fact that steve is doesn't want to use his father's name for notoriety right <clears throat> he doesn't want to be a nepotism baby basically mm-hmm um but i want i just want to hold that space because that becomes a major plot point but there are a couple things that like i think undercut that as a plot point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely there's like I don't you know living in my father's shadow and like you know i can't like escape it and and shit like that. Um he's not he's not a good wrestler, you know, he's his Steve is someone who has been living this life of the fall guy for so long. And, and uh, we actually have this really cool fight uh, that Winnie sets up with him and uh, what is it? Ram Ramarilla, which is like basically a combination of a Ram and a, and a gorilla voiced by Roman Reigns. Um, and um, they end up fighting and, and this is when he kind of realizes, like, Oh, this shit's for real. <laughs> you know. And so uh, he's not really good. He ends up winning the match, but like out of a crazy, you know, circumstance. And this is where like I kinda like this the the commentators, uh uh very reminiscent of like sports commentators. A lot of like even though this is a wrestling movie, like this I think was to date the most like sports feeling movie that that we've watched, at least that I can think of off the top of my head. It felt more sportsy than even Home Team. Yeah. Yeah, because it has like all those all those Shots TJ of like of like the commentator, and then you can look at the bottom of the screen and like shit's flashing. You know, it looks like you're watching like ESPN or something like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, So yeah, and he's just like, you know, I'm not I'm not about this shit. And and then Winnie and him end up like, you know, they're trying to train at the stoker at the old stoker gym, and she ends up unlocking this thing with him where it's like, oh, but he likes to fucking salsa, or he likes to fucking dance, and so. She tries to like, you know, train him and coach him uh in a way that seems most applicable to him. And it's like, all right, well, let's uh let's, you know, use dance moves to kinda, you know, cause what wrestling's like eighty five percent footwork or something like that. I can't remember the exact percentage. Um, and so it uh flash forward to like the montage of of Steve winning all of these fights with like dance moves and stuff and like tangos and flamancas and all this kind of stuff. And I thought Did that you ball say was flamancas? Yeah, is not what it is. Flamanca? flamenco, flamenco. Flamenco is that what it is? Anyway, whatever yes. the fuck that is in Spain. <clears throat> so, um, and yeah, and they start uh, they they start getting you know a little bit more and more famous and stuff like that. Much to the chagrin of of many people, and the biggest chagrin, of course, is uh, is tentacular and and you know tentacular. You know, looks at all this stuff, and then he also has another plan of like, you know, okay, we're going to go to Stoker and we're going to demolish this fucking stadium. Uh, and so then I'm going to Stoker and then we have, uh, uh, Winnie and Steve going back to Stoker. And then we have the run in with Tentacular and Steve and Steve's just like, you know what, motherfucker, I'm going to fucking fight you. And if, and if I go three rounds with your ass, um, then you got to leave. You know what I mean? Like you're done. Um, and if I lose, then you can demolish the town and 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 everything you want to do. And Tentacular fucking, you know, takes the bet shit like that. Um, and so they end up, uh, uh, you know, fucking fighting. And um, the uh, uh, Winnie or before that, Winnie like trains Steve. She's like, all right, man, you know, you wanna you wanna fucking you know go toe to toe with Tentacular. You get you, you get to learn his moves. So it's basically gonna be a combination of of everything you know. What I mean, like you've ever done. And throughout all this, the town starts rallying behind Steve. And and Steve sheds the Steve name. He's like, you know, I'm the son of Rayburn. Like, I'm Rayburn Jr. and stuff like that. I'm going to say, TJ, at this point, I was expecting... And I don't know if it's because I'm trained with these movies now. And more on that in a minute. But I was expecting, like, Rayburn Sr. to, like, come out outside of, like, flashbacks. Like, I don't know. This whole, like... Well uh my in my father's shadow felt woefully underdeveloped
0: for me. I mean yeah I think it was woefully underdeveloped and also like since there is this like mysterious disappearance of Rayburn and like Winnie's dad and yeah. they don't, they're like yeah they just disappeared which I also thought that that was going to be developed more but part of me as I was watching it further on I was like oh they're holding that for mm-hmm. if there's a sequel which there shouldn't be. Um I think there's going to be uh, possibly, but I feel like that's what they were holding it for, right? Really? Um, but I also agree with you that the whole "in my father's shadow" thing was underdeveloped, and it's because of the use of the name alone, right? Like the fact that he's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like my father, yet Winnie and Winnie's mother continue to call him his father's name, right? Um, yeah, it undercuts the it undercuts the significance whenever he then claims that name. Right? right. And so I, I was actually kind of upset about it Cause for a while I was all like, yo, this is actually disrespectful because he straight up said, don't call me that name. Don't call me that name. That's not who I am. Um, and so the process of him reclaiming that name, it, it didn't hit because they wouldn't let us forget that that was his name, right? Mm-hmm. Like even like when Winnie's mother quote-unquote, "accepted him near the end, she says, "Oh yeah, the work you've been doing with Ray Ray." I'm like, "Stop it. He goes by Steve right now."
1: <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, mm-hmm. here's in, in this, I think, too I know I hear you. this is sort of indicative of a larger issue that I have with a lot of these movies. I didn't need any of this father-son bullshit. Like, why did it, you know, why, like, you know, I just feel that a lot of times these movies in this day and age, every single movie, family movie, feels like it needs to inject or, or force some sort of emotional core that like might not necessarily need to be there in order to be relevant or in order to, I don't know, man. And, and, and I would have been just fine TJ if this movie was just like, Hey man, she just, she, you know, whatever reason, whatever her reasons are to go find a new champion or whatever, and she just fucking finds one that she just fucking vibes with. And like, it doesn't need to be the son of Raymond. It could be just any bot, you know, just some other monster or whatever. Um, yeah, I would have been happy if she was the only one with a parental connection. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it was it had, just, to
0: me, it was like strange. either or, but both made it feel super heavy handed.
1: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, uh, Rayburn ends up lasting. We'll, we'll go to flash it, you. you know, Rayburn Junior. ends up fucking. You know, going toe to toe with 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 uh, Tentacular. Ends up uh, lasting uh, one round and then another round. But then, like he get, he's like, "Oh man, you know, I don't know if I can go again." When he's about to throw in the towel, um, after like you know, you're you know, her mom's like, you know, you're not. This isn't your father's legacy. You are, and and all this kind of. Bullshit. That like again. That moment didn't feel earned because it's like this wasn't this wasn't built up enough to really land. Also, I was, uh, like, been, I was also like, "Mom, who are you? Yeah, who is this woman? Why is she talking to me like she knows me?" Um, and then Rayburn Rayburn Jr. is like, "Nah, man, we're gonna we're gonna fucking win." And stuff, and you know, Winnie he is not throwing the towel. Rayburn fucking stomps on te- on Tentacular's ass. The fights are fucking cool in this thing, and they're a whole lot of fun. That's the thing, man. Like when this movies when this movie is leaning into what it is a monster wrestling movie, it's, it's dope. When it when it tries to do all of this like emotional fucking you know lackluster story shit, like it's not it's not that great. And here's the other uh, thing. There are moments of this
0: movie that I thought were genuinely funny. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the
1: diner owner, he protect him with my life. He's hilarious. to me. Oh yeah, dude! Like that's what, well, I, I don't know. I kind of want to touch on that. Remind me of this when we get into the final thing, because I do have, I, I do have kind of something that I want to say just sort of about this caliber of movie in general. Um, so then, uh, uh, Rayburn Jr. Steve, let's call him Steve. Steve ends up uh, winning. Uh, Tentacular gets you know taken off, and then um, you know everything is fine. Saves the stadium, saves the town, and it just kind of it just it just kind of ends. ends. Yeah, there's no there's no like denouma. There's no like oh let's go whatever. Not that I needed there, you know, to be one, but. Yeah, it's just kind of over. Everyone's kind of dancing, and everyone's kind of kind of having a good time, and that's and that's Rumble. Um, I I didn't know what to think going into this. I well, hold on. No, I want to. Hear, I want to hear your thoughts. Let me. What What do you think of Rumble? I think that it is a movie
0: struggling to figure out what it wants to be. I also feel like it's a movie that's struggling to create a franchise, right? Uh, The monster designs are dope. The monster designs are really, really cool. And it made me hungry for a world where I see more of these monster designs and I see how they play out. Um, The whole, but there were elements that I felt were super clumsy in the fact that in the way that they were laid in, like the fact that Steve likes to dance, That, that literally appeared out of nowhere, right? And the fact that there's, like, a flashback that tells us, oh, this is, like, Steve is Rayburn's son. That also mm-hmm. feels like it comes out of nowhere. We get flashbacks of Rayburn. How come Steve wasn't in there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. other ways to integrate those things. So that way, that those connections feel more organic. This felt like a script that they were like, oh, we need a thing. Let's put the thing in here. And they didn't necessarily make a pass to make sure that all those things were connected and the breadcrumbs were laid in such a stuff that it was well constructed. Do I think the jokes were funny? Yeah, the, the physical humor was great. The editing with the music, actually, the editing does a lot of the, the, the work for the humor. Like the, the, the mm-hmm. design of it is great. The, 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 there are lines that are pretty funny to me but a lot of it lives in the physical humor and I think the animation studio captured the physical aspects of that as well and Will Arnett does a damn good performance Will Arnett's a killer voice actor um, oh yeah and so Will Arnett's delivery of those lines are what made them funny um hmm. but overall I felt like the structure of it didn't lend itself to the emotional pull that they were attempting um because of things like not letting Steve claim his name by the fact that these characters who know him from his past still call him this mm-hmm. thing. Right? right. They don't, they don't give him the permission to take ownership of that when he wants to take ownership of it because they're mm-hmm. constantly trying to force it on him. Um, right. The, f- the fact that the, um, the, the, the announcers were really great too. Um, as far as lines go, I just thought about that, but mm-hmm. the, but the fact that the money aspect of it, like Steve's original motivation also seems to like disappear for a good portion of the movie was, I thought interesting. The fact that Steve's level of resistance to the process isn't very much, right. He gets, he gets into one bout where he wins and then he's like, Oh, this is a thing I want to do now. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. there wasn't enough, like dragging him kicking and screaming. Uh, at least mm-hmm. for me, uh, and so I felt like this was a movie of missed opportunities, uh, and I also felt like this is oh, this was a movie that did exactly
1: what I thought it was going to do near the end,
0: right?
1: Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you. I I, I do think that uh, Steve needed to lose a little bit more, um, throughout. I felt like so much of this movie was just progress, 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 mm-hmm. which when you look at a movie like this, that, that, that mirrors. So almost, almost identically. Um, and yes, I'm aware I said mirrors almost identically. Y'all shut the fuck up. Uh, but that copies so much of the hero's journey. Um, that progress is just, it's just a, a minor, a minor set piece and not, you know, shouldn't be, a bulk of the movie like it is here. Um and also I also wonder if like if this movie if if this would have been better served as a TV show. I don't know. Like the universe is so cool and it could have been like a a literal monster of the week. You know what I mean? Like sort of sort of mm-hmm. TV show. There were some monsters in your TJ like that lizard thing that he fought, I was like, this is so fucking cool. Like I want to know so much more about this monster and about this character and stuff like that. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan. And I think the more and more we do this, TJ, the more and more I've realized that how much of a fan I am of these like mid tier. um, Animated movies, these movies that aren't, aren't your Pixar's, not your dream works. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I get so excited when we, when we watch these for the show, because it's like, these are ones that aren't, influenced by the machine of, of Disney or Pixar or they're, they're not like these are, this is, this is like the college ball. You know what I mean? This is like, we got something to prove. Like we're trying, you know, we're going to do some different things. We're going to do some more exciting things, whatever it is. Uh, And for the most part, I think it it makes for some really entertaining um, uh, movie watching. I mean, like you, you know, you talk about the diner guy, you talk about, other things in here like that the the tattoo guy i thought was great that was a great device that they kept yeah he was great yeah so many things in this movie that's like bro like a a larger studio like and i know it's paramount and i know but it's 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 wwe let's let's be real and it's like a larger studio like wouldn't have like been cool with with all this stuff so but on the whole like I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I feel like the movie didn't want me to have as much fun as I did when it wasn't about the wrestling. And it wasn't when it was just really all this character study stuff. It didn't, it didn't land. I think the way the movie wanted it to. So I wasn't even mad about the character study stuff. If the, if the
0: human characters looked better, (laughs) there we go. So, so yeah, I mean like legitimately like, When Winnie cried, yeah. I was like,
1: "Is that emotion on her face yeah. or is that you know yeah, no it it it, it, it looks kind of goofy I, so I mean I think you know this movie could have been a lot simpler, and honestly, bro, think about all the cool like more monster shit we would have gotten if it didn't if it didn't do all this all this other bullshit that it did. i just want no
0: I, I think that Winnie there and the integration into the human world is dope, right I just wonder. Like where the it was obvious that the, the the graphic prowess went behind the creation of the monsters, and it made me wonder, like, why a, they had a smaller animation studio that I had never heard of before do this, right? Because yeah. it because obviously they prioritized,
1: you know mm-hmm. what I
0: mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, true, but I mean. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, I hope we get a sequel to this. I want to see more of this world. It's exciting to me. Uh, whether it's a sequel movie or like, like a lower budget animated TV show, you know what I mean? Something like, I want to see, I want to see more from this world. And I will say that like my kids had a great fucking time watching this. Um, so there's that. But I mean, for me, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie. This is a, this is like a five and a half, six. Five and a half. This is a five and a half for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a... I'm probably going to
0: give it a... I'd probably give it a five as well. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it was... Parts of it were really funny. And the wrestling stuff, yeah. the, the monster fights were genuinely well-choreographed and well-animated and well-thought-out. And right. I, 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 there were a lot of visual gags that they put in. It was just mm-hmm. the... The, the emotional payout wasn't there for me.
1: No, true. And, and, and I just want to go ahead and, and, and say something too, like, just for the listeners. I mean, you know, TJ and I like, you know, and y'all know this by now, unless this is your first episode and you don't like, we just, we do this shit. We study this shit. Like we just, we, we know story structure and everything. I will say that this movie is a lot better than the reviews. Give it credit for. I will say um, that. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, it didn't deserve to be fucking dragged. Like, like it has been. Will our next work hour, is really good? Oh yeah, and 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 at an hour and a half, if you're already paying for Paramount Plus, like it's and especially if you have kids, this is inoffensive. This is an inoffensive way to spend an hour and a half. You know what I mean? It it is. It's it's a good time. You know, just don't just don't don't think too much about it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that on the top, like, because I'm looking at man, I know that this movie's getting dragged, and it's like it doesn't it doesn't deserve that. Um, there are way worse movies out there that I think have 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 scored better critically, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Also, legit. Will Arnett can do no wrong in animated films. Oh no, absolutely not. All so right, yeah, that's rumble. Rumble, that's rumble. <laughs> that's rumble everybody, uh, thank you all again for joining us for another episode of Girl Man Watch Kid Shit. As always, you can reach us on. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can also email us at at Um you can uh, give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts five stars excellent, four stars great, three stars are below, Jordan himself will come and find you, suplex you over the balcony of a second story building um, and hope that there's a fallback <laughs> underneath there um, also <laughs> what,
1: you will um, like you're just bountying me out you
0: know what I mean, you're like hey <laughs> You're the enforcer of the podcast. Uh, um, uh, Please, uh, if you haven't already, check out Kim's Facebook page, uh, Kim Pens. Uh, Kim and Jordan are doing some super fun stuff over there. Um, Also, uh, I just want you all to know we got a special guest coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, We still uh, we have a big thing planned for May, which we're super excited about. Um, Oh yeah, it's gonna. Be good. It's going to be great. Uh, so we appreciate y'all listening and we appreciate y'all, uh, y'all's continued support. Um, you know, even though the CDC says that, uh, not all places need to be masked, <laughs> we hope that you are still taking care of each other, taking care of yourselves. Uh, we are not quite out of the woods yet, so please be safe, be smart about what you do. Um, also, I want to take a moment and uh, I didn't tell Jordan I was going to do this so hopefully it's okay. I want to take a moment and just say that uh, we recognize the fact that there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now especially with the conflict over in Ukraine, uh, with Russia and um, we appreciate the fact that y'all are taking time out of uh, your lives in this extremely stressful time to continue to listen to us and to continue to support us. We hope that we are a respite Uh, even if just for an hour and a half or so in your week uh, to give you something Mm to smile about, to give you something to laugh about. So we thank you so much for being here with us uh, at this time. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah. Hey, take care of each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy. Y'all. And we will catch y'all next time. Jordan. Yes, sir. If you were two animals fused together into a monster, what would you be? A moose and a largemouth bass. What about you? That is fucking terrifying.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) I didn't even have to think. It's like I had that. Dude, I thought about that when I was watching the fucking movie. You know what I mean? A moose and And a largemouth bass. I'd be hanging out in the streams of Appalachia. The lakes of Appalachia. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. A moose and a largemouth bass. That's terrifying. I would be, I would be an otter
0: uh, and half otter, half like water monitor or something like that.
1: Water monitor? Big lizard. Yeah, no, I know that. I just, uh, (laughs) okay. But like an otter is kind of like a, like a, like a, an otter is like the lizard of the, of the mammal. The otter is kind of like lizard like already. I know, but I want the water monitor because then I'd have like scales and claws and stuff like gonna that. you be like super lizard. Thing. You want to be like, like, like king lizard. Yeah. Yeah, like, sure. Like lizarding all over. But I also know. want to like break clams on my stomach. I don't know. Like, yeah. you want to hold hands. You want to hold hands in their lizard while you sleep.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? See, that's all I want. All
1: I want is love. All
0: don't I want go in the whole place.
1: Give me that hand. Give me that paw. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: all I want. That's all I want. All right. All right. All right. All right. grown men watch kid shit is a moon street media podcast intro and outro music was created by mpc want to find us online check out our social media links and the show notes